what makes me. This is what I am. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Being a Minority in Corporate America podcast. I'm your host, Dehavia Stewart, and this is episode one, How to Land a Major Internship. I will be detailing my experiences on obtaining offers from companies such as Microsoft, Deloitte, PwC, and Goldman Sachs, amongst others. This episode will be a story time, and I will also be giving advice on how to land an internship with a major corporation. But I thought it was important to give a story time because it wasn't always easy for me to obtain an internship. So let's get right into it. I'll start with my freshman year. So coming to college, I was a first generation college student and I didn't quite know the ropes to college. And until my second semester, about three weeks before it ended, that's when I realized that it was important for business students to obtain internships. And one thing that I will say is that people say that freshmen can't get internships and I'll be honest, it may be more difficult for freshmen to get internships, but it is definitely possible. I've seen people do it. Honestly, those people usually have some kind of mentor to help guide them because when you're a freshman, you don't really know much. But anyways, during my freshman year, three weeks before the semester was about to end and summer would begin, I found out about an opportunity with Wells Fargo for an internship that they had in Tallahassee. The only problem was that I never had any experience with interviewing besides for my first job, which was at Checkers, a fast food restaurant. And to be honest, that interview was a complete joke. So for instance, they, I remember one question was, tell me about yourself. And at the time I had no idea how to answer that question. So keep in mind, I was 17 and I was in high school and it was my first job and my first interview. I remember when I started to answer the question, I said, Oh, I'm Dehavia Stewart. I attend Pensacola High School and I'm going to graduate in the top 5% of my class. Now, that sounds pretty good, but then I proceeded to say my favorite color is purple, which is so embarrassing. And I've grown a lot since then, but that was where my interview skills were three weeks before the Wells Fargo interview. So I started to ask around other students on how I could improve my interviewing skills. And one student, she suggested that I reach out to a professor. His name is Dr. Farmer, Dr. Eric Farmer. And she told me he's really good at doing mock interviews. And to be honest, I was extremely scared because I never met this professor before. But one day I put my pride aside and I went to his office and I asked him to help me with, inter with interviewing and he definitely took time out of his day to help me improve my interviewing skills. The only problem was, I think we started doing mock interviews maybe one week before the Wells Fargo interview. So I didn't have enough time to actually prepare and become good at interviewing. And it actually showed. So when I did the interview with Wells Fargo, it was a group interview with about 20 other people in the room at the same time and most of them were juniors and seniors who had done multiple interviews. And they really embarrassed me and made me look bad. I looked like a rookie. So needless to say, I did not get that internship offer. So during my freshman year, I did not do, it in, do a major internship or any internship at all, but I did know that building your resume was important. 
So over the summer, I did other things to build my resume. So I worked at a loan center and then I also did a job in sales. And both of those experiences really helped me improve my resume. So when sophomore year came, I was actually able to land a few interviews with major Fortune 500 companies, despite not having any internship. So I would say a major key to obtaining interviews is definitely building your resume and knowing how to sell yourself on your resume. So it doesn't really matter what experience you have, even if you have, even if your only experience is working at McDonald's, knowing how to sell yourself is very important. And I'm not and I'm not saying lie or over exaggerate things, but at least make what you what you're doing sound important because most likely it is. So for instance, when I worked at Checkers, a bullet point that I had on my resume was trained new employees appropriately to maintain the customer service expectations of, rest of the restaurant, which resulted in the overall satisfaction score being raised by 18%, which was actually true. Another one was utilize inventory management skills to keep product fresh and afloat for continuous service. So those are examples of selling yourself because in reality, I mean, I did those things, but in the moment while I was doing them, I probably was sweating and dropping burgers and doing whatever else. But to, to continue on with the story. So despite not having um, any major internship during my freshman year, I definitely tried my hardest to build my resume in any way that I could. And as a result, during my sophomore year, I was able to land multiple interviews with Fortune 500 companies. So that was good. So overall, during my sophomore year, I made it to 10 final rounds. I obtained those interviews from the career fair at my school and then external organizations such as En-ROADS and SEO. So I think En-ROADS and SEO are very important organizations that make, that all minority students should definitely join. These organizations, what they do is they take students and they help them improve their resume and also their interviewing skills and also maybe even technical skills. I know in SEO they had Wall Street Prep which helped me increase my financial skills. And ultimately what these companies do when they feel like you are ready, they put your resume into a resume book and they send them out to their partners and their partners, they look over the resume book and if they're interested in you, they'll give you an interview with their company. And I think being in those organizations definitely helps a lot, especially if you go to a school and there's a company that you're interested in, but they don't necessarily recruit at your school, but they're partners with En-ROADS or SEO is definitely um, a way to get into the door. But despite having 10 final round interviews with Fortune 500 companies, I was only able to land one offer. So that means I had a 90% failure rate. And to be honest, that's very embarrassing and disappointing. And at first, when I kept getting declined from companies, I blamed I blamed it on, I made up different excuses as to why I was getting declined. Like at the time I had a nose piercing and I was like, oh, it probably was my nose piercing. That's why I didn't get an offer. Or I would say, oh, I'm a sophomore. They don't want to hire sophomores. That's what it is. But in reality, none of those things were true. If they didn't want to hire sophomores, they would have never even given me an interview in the first place. After I stopped making excuses and I started to think and resonate on what happened and did a, I did a little self-reflection. I realized that all of the excuses I made, they weren't true and I was actually the problem. The problem was 
that I could not interview. And I remember one interview was so bad that the interviewer started suggesting a new career for me. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is not, this is just, this is not good. So at my university, it's required to get two internships to graduate. So I needed one during my sophomore year and also my junior year. And I didn't want to have the same experience during my junior year that I had during my sophomore year of getting declined by so many companies. So what I did was I created an interview guide for myself. The interview guide had every question that I've ever experienced in an interview and almost every question that I could find on the internet for behavioral questions. And then I also added accounting technical questions and finance technical questions because I was interested in going into accounting and finance. So I took about three hours out of my day and I created an answer to every question that I had listed and created this document that I studied and worked on to, and I used that document to help improve my interviewing skills. So that was step one, improving my interviewing skills because, oh my gosh, I guess they weren't that great. <laughs> I will say with the internship that I did land during my sophomore year, um, it, was a, it was an amazing opportunity. And I think it probably was one of the, the last interviews I did. So I did like 10, it probably was like the ninth or 10th one that I did. So I guess I gradually improved my interviewing skills throughout, throughout that recruitment season. But I think what really helped, helped me land that internship was building a personal connection with my interviewer. So for instance, I'm a big Lakers fan, so I wear, I wear a Lakers keychain. And during my interview, he was like, oh, are you a Lakers fan? And I'm like, yeah. And we started having a conversation about sports and he told me that he was from New York. So then we started talking about the New York Knicks and then also the Yankees, even though I don't know anything about baseball, but I guess I pretended like I did. But anyways, so after improving my interviewing skills, so sophomore year was coming to an end and my internship was about to begin. But before my internship began, I received a random email from a Microsoft recruiter. And when I say this was very random, it was really random because I never even applied to Microsoft or even imagined that I could work for the company because, I mean, I just never thought about being a business person at Microsoft. I just thought it was a tech company and they just needed engineers at the time. But the email, basically, basically the recruiter said in the email, he was like, oh, hey, Tahavia, I came across your resume and I was wondering if you were interested in participating in Microsoft's finance leaders and technology workshop. And at first I thought this email was spam because again, I never applied to Microsoft. So I think it took me about like three days to process the email. And then I finally responded and I was like, yeah, of course, I would love to attend the workshop, etc." When I went to the Microsoft conference, it was, I think it was before my internship started and we did case studies, we did networking events, etc. But the major key is that on the last day of the workshop, Microsoft allowed you to interview for an internship opportunity. But this was first round interviews. So this is when my interviewing skills came into play that I've been working on for a few months. And from the workshop, I was able to land a final round interview with Microsoft, which was actually about three months after the workshop. So I interviewed the workshop was in May and then my final round interview was in September and when I went to the final round interview I think it was four 
yeah, it was four interviews. They were 45 minutes each and I was really stressed out when it came to interviewing. I always thought I wasn't going to get it because of my past experience of getting a lot of emails saying, oh, I'm sorry, we went with another applicant, etc. So I didn't, I didn't really know if I got it or not, to be honest. I think I interviewed on Friday and then the following Monday I received an internship offer and I was so happy. So that's how I landed an internship opportunity with Microsoft. And I had a similar experience with Goldman Sachs. So before the summer started, Goldman Sachs, they have exploratory programs. And I signed up for Goldman Sachs Insight Series, which is a virtual program that you can do anywhere in the world. And you can do it during an internship. It doesn't really take much time out of your day. I did that program. And when the program ended, Goldman Sachs, they, I guess they share your resume with the different business groups in the company. and. The business groups that are interested in you, they will invite you to interview. And I was invited to accelerated interviews with two different business groups at Goldman Sachs. And so accelerated interviews means you skip the first round, which is usually a virtual interview that you do over the phone and you just go to the Super Day. And so I went to the Super Day for two different business groups. And I think both of my Super Days had about 40 people and I will say one thing about interviews is that everyone has a different experience. So during my interview process with Goldman Sachs, while I was at the Super Day, I received technical questions like how to value a company, etc. But then there were other students who were interviewing for the same role who didn't receive any technical questions. So I would say when you go interview for these companies, just keep in mind that your experience may not be the same as someone else's but you should always be prepared. So knowing that I'm interviewing for a finance position, I should know that know the different financial statements, how they work together, and how to value a company. There are just certain things that you should definitely be prepared for. So I think the major key with the Microsoft and Goldman Sachs internship offers is definitely that I received both of them from exploratory programs. And I think exploratory programs are very important because they usually lead to a first round interview. And then also these programs allow you to network, network with professionals that currently work in the industry. And then also other students who will go on to become leaders and who will be your peers. And these people may be able to help you in the future obtain a job. You never know. Exploratory programs, say for instance, I attended one um, with JP Morgan when I was a freshman and I networked and I, I maintained a relationship with the vice president, which ultimately led to me obtaining an interview the following year for an internship opportunity. So I would say when you go to these exploratory programs, make sure you're networking and trying to create sustainable relationships. Okay, so now onto another experience that is a little different. So obtaining an internship offer with Deloitte. So Deloitte was a little different because, well, for me, I'm an accounting student. So working for one of the big four is basically a dream. And Deloitte is the number one account, the number one accounting firm in the world. So I definitely dreamed of working for Deloitte, but unfortunately Deloitte does not recruit in my school. They don't come to the career fairs or anything like that. So there was basically no way for me to get an offer from Deloitte unless I really networked. But what really led to me getting an offer was being a part of En-ROADS. 
So in my inroads application, I expressed that I was interested in the big four accounting firms and one day inroads, they helped link me with Deloitte. So I, I did a first round interview with Deloitte for um, one of their conferences, which was their Envision conference. And at that conference, basically the conference is an interview process too. And when you're at the conference, they determine based on how you interact with people in the company if if they'll give you an offer. So I think I did my virtual interview around in December and then in May, that's when they had the conference and that's when I received an offer for Deloitte. It was an audit offer. And so my, so that's how I landed an offer with Deloitte. So again, the external organizations such as En-ROADS, SEO, and MLT are very important, especially if there's a company that you want to work for and they don't recruit at your school. These companies can definitely help you get your foot in the door. And my offer with PwC was also kind of similar. I obtained that offer because I was a part of an accounting organization on campus, which is NABA, the National Association of Black Accountants. So PwC was another company. At the time, they did not recruit in my school. So basically there was no way for me to get an offer unless I networked or I guess through NABA or an organization like Enrose and SEO. So NABA, every year they have student conferences for each of their regions. And I attended NABA's Southern Region Conference and they have all of these companies. They have like a career fair, all of these companies. So basically what you do is you of course, you have to have your resume. You walk up to a company that you're that you're interested in and you basically do your 90 second elevator speech. And from there, they'll decide if they would like to give you an interview. I actually landed so many interviews from the NABA conference, but ultimately I did that with PwC and I did my first round interview, I think the next day after the career fair at the NABA conference. And then about a week later, I did a virtual interview with PwC with a partner in their New York office because that was the location that I was interested in. And then I kid you not, about three hours later, the partner called me and she was like, oh, Dehavia, we would love for you to join us um, this spring. So um, that's how I landed the PwC offer. And that was from being a part of NABA, which, is, which was an organization on campus, but it's also a national organization. And I definitely think it's a very great resource for students that are pursuing any type of accounting and finance careers because they have other companies outside of just accounting firms. I think at the conference they had Bank of America there and City Group. So I think that is that NABA is definitely a great organization, but there are also other organizations that do similar things as NABU. So to give a brief overview of my advice on how to land a major internship, I would say one, exploratory programs. So JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, nearly every major company, they have exploratory programs listed on their website, pre-internship programs. And a great source to find out about ex exploratory programs is a website called Externs. That's X-T-E-R-N-S dot com. They have a list of every exploratory program on their website that is currently open. 
The second piece of advice that I would give is, of course, networking. So when you're going to career fairs, you know, get the business card, send a follow-up email, exploratory programs, do the same thing. I think networking is very important because honestly, um, after my junior year, when it came to my senior year and I was looking for a job opportunity, my network really helped me out a lot. And my network was built off of all of these programs that I attended. So basically just following up from our prior conversation and telling people that I was interested in a certain role. So for instance, um, during college, I was a part of a national organization, the Institute of Internal Auditors. And at that in that organization, I met a guy who worked at KPMG in advisory. And after my during my internship, when I figured out that accounting and finance was not for me and that I wanted to pursue consulting, I reached out to this guy that I met and he helped give me advice. And then he also helped connect me with people at KPMG that could give me an opportunity to work for their company. So networking, I think is definitely very important. So the next piece of advice is definitely improving interviewing skills. So getting familiar with the STAR method, also learning how to answer technical questions. And then you can just do something like I did, creating a list of questions and creating your answer to them. So you can be more on your feet when you're in an interview versus just trying to come up with something on the spot. And actually on my website, I have the interview guide that I created, if you would like to see that. Um, and of course, the number one thing to even landing an interview is building your resume. This could be by joining organizations on campus, doing volunteering, and just doing internships, even if they're free. If, if that's all, if that's what you have to do, you have to do what you have to do. And then being an external organization such as Inroads, SEO, and MLT, the organizations that are going to help help you actually improve your interviewing skills, your resume your network, everything. So that will sum up this podcast and thank you for tuning in. And I hope that this helps you.